Good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I'm waiting for my calls. Um, but uh, I guess I can start with the preliminaries of the evening. First step is saying happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Today is Father's Day. Um, I know people don't like to say a big shout out to the single moms that play both roles. But, you know, sometimes there are single moms that have passed away. Um, and they have to play both roles or, you know, dad is, um, gone and like gone, gone, play both roles. Um, yes, you can have men mentors, but, um, you know, moms, moms do that. Super warriors. Yes, we have a day. Totally get it. Um, but it takes a special kind of person to support uh, a child in every aspect so duh, duh, duh. here we are good, good evening how are ya hi i was just doing a, a happy father's day shout out to the people there you go. <laughs> Shout out to the to the fathers. Shout out to the fathers. Mm -hmm. I was doing my little spiel of you know, you know. Perfect. These are the puzzle. These are the the sub. These are the no, I opinions. Of... There. I didn't even get there yet because I was saying no. I, I went on on a tangent talking about you know there's some moms you know people don't like to say you know to to the single moms but i was like you know there's moms that father has passed away yes not necessarily that he's not doesn't want to be part of it it's just that he's not physically able to do so right so you got to shout them out too because you, know? you know they they definitely play both roles um yes and, uh, you know and there's other mm -hmm. unfortunate circumstances where the father it just you know has has given up their whole rights and so that's where they are tonight <laughs> to, to not there that you, go. you know so gotta shout them out we have a day but it is what it is mom uh, i mean i'd like to see if we could say a special prayer for those um children and spouses who've lost their husbands recently um especially george floyd's uh family and um richard uh, oh, I can't remember his last name. Brooks? Yes, Mr. Yes. Brooks. Yes, yes. You yes, know, yes. Um, that, that are not here simply because it wasn't their choice. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because there's kids currently, um, fathers yeah. who are not present, um, and not by by dad's choice either. Um, and exactly. And are, are now coping on a Father's Day that should have been, um, had a different story. Absolutely. Um, so definitely to the mm -hmm. children of, of, you know, lost fathers to yeah. unnecessary circumstances. Um, and it weighs heavy because, of course, you know, I just recently yeah, it does. Had, we just recently had an incident locally. So it kind of is weighing yeah. heavy on my spirit. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, there has to be a change. No. There definitely has to be a change. Um, but I, I mean, I I keep hope alive. I keep prayer alive. I keep I keep um, you know, you're 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 prayerful. Yeah, I, I'm trying to say positive that uh, things will change for the best. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, tonight's mm -hmm. episode will be open discussion still. 
Um, Because there's just so many things. I don't want to stick to one topic regimen, you know, pigeonhole us a little bit, especially because we're going Mm -hmm. to summer schedule. So it's kind of like ever-changing kind of thing. Yes. Um, So... Uh, let's let's get the business out the way and then get into the discussion. Absolutely. So I would like to welcome our listeners to uh, to our pod our view podcast sponsored by Perfect Piece of the Puzzle. I uh, just want to let you know that this podcast is solely the opinion of the co-host and not of Perfect Piece of the Puzzle citywide council on special education or parent to parent of new york state uh tonight i have um my lovely co-host as per usual we're we're missing one for tonight um but it's still going to be a good episode um because you know our opinions are are constantly rolling and um the topics are constantly uh growing Uh, i have uh Gloria Corsino. She has uh, three boys, two of whom are um, are autistic. I have mm-hmm. Ellen McHugh, who is the mother of us all and has the knowledge, <laughs> um, the knowledge to back it up. I don't know that she wanted uh, the bunch of us, <laughs> but, but she inherited us. Got us anyway. You got to say mother. <laughs> Mother, 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 a one uno son um <laughs> for now <She> uno <laughs> uh that has a rare chromosome deletion welcome ladies and our our fellow co-host that's not on tonight is uh maria Lariano who has um two sons one who is also autistic and to the purpose of the podcast it is uh to provide a relatable voice for parents of children with disabilities. It provides information and direct contact with persons at the ZOE, the Department of Education, for support at, support regarding special education related services in New York City. And we provide, as per usual, great entertainment. <laughs> so um, tonight, we do not have a topic per se. I wanted to leave it with open discussion uh, for us to, because uh, I kind of like the vibe we had last week. Not really shooting breeze, but going based off of the questionnaire and you know answers that we received. Um, so I, I feel like we should talk about summer school. Mm-hmm. Summer school is a big topic right whatever now. that looks like, right? But right. first, we should say Happy Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Ellen. Happy Father's Day. I, I did a little spiel before everybody got on. Um, Sorry. I spiel. No, I did my spiel because, you know, of course, I went off on a little tangent and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, had a little, I had a little moment to, to do my tangent. She over verbalized. Yeah. She over verbalized. I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> Is that a diagnosis? Yeah. <laughs> okay. From nonverbal to two verbal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that works, right? <laughs> um, too funny. So, yeah, summer school. Um, I know many parents that received notifications about summer school. Uh, I think I received one, but clearly I have not read it yet. <laughs> I know I received there were- one from, well, his, ther- his therapist did call, did call me, well, in therapy, asked me if I was doing summer school. And of course I was like, heck yeah. Um, Cause we're already screwed already with 
um, possible regression, you know, why why really opt out at this point? Let's kind of keep the ball rolling for whatever momentum that we do have. Let's not slip up. So I've received notifications based on that. Um, signing up for summer school and what that'll look like. Um, I did get some accolades that I was doing a good job. And then I got notified that his teacher's not doing summer school. I'm like, what? Did she say why? Um, she, she doesn't need the extra money. She didn't tell me. She did, Actually, she, she was not the one that notified me. She did not tell oh. me. I was very surprised that she did not say to me that she wasn't doing summer school. Um, and of course, clearly, I don't know how to process that at this point yet. Well, I mean, was it working well? Well, yeah, I mean, to, to take the better end of it, maybe a new person would... Let me go back. Change From what up. I understand, yeah, a lot of the kids are, if not bored, just so accustomed to the same face, the same time, that they're not responding. Maybe a new person would create a little bit of diversity. So here's the thing. Or interest. For, <laughs> I feel I feel oh. bad because I feel like I'm about to throw her under the bus. But um, we did not have we did not have um sessions. You can spit you it know, out because like, I feel bad. I really do. Um, but clearly, right now, I have a little bit of liquid courage, so I'm going there. We didn't have um. Uh oh. <laughs> we, we we didn't love have, it. We didn't. You know, because I'm, you know, what I'm hearing, reading, you know, other parents saying, oh, I'm meeting with the teacher once a week. Um, you know, we do face to, you know, Google, Zoom, whatever they're using to have discussions once a week. And I'm, you know, I'm like, ah, I don't have that. I'm kind of like making my own stuff on my end and kind of winging it. Like there's there's stuff being dropped in the Google Meets. Well, not not Google Meets, Google Classroom um, assignments. And for me, I'm like, why are you dropping these assignments? Like, I'm not teaching him. And I, he's barely sitting down to do therapy, much less to sit down to look at these videos on the computer. I don't know how that's working out um, on my end for you, but you know, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and then just recently we were doing maybe like once every two, maybe three weeks, uh, a class assignment based on one of the therapists act brain, you know, uh, brained up idea of, of an activity. So this past week we did the train system and so, or transportation train system transportation and so all the kids had to bring a transportation item toy vehicle transport something but other than that um yeah i'm just winging it on this end based on what i feel like doing or i'm capable of doing if that makes sense the latest guidance says that depending on the age of the child they can be between anywhere between 75 minutes and two hours of what they call synchronous. I don't know why they just don't call it live. Yeah, that and sounds for older kids. <laughs> it makes it sound more kids, interesting. Synchronous? Well, they all. No, it makes it sound like they're synchronizing their the, the time that the kids are online and the time that the provider is online, which is fine. I. You know, that's great, but to say it's synchronous or asynchronous, everybody looks at you with crossed eyes. And, you know, the only synchrony I know is a syncopated rhythm on a piano. I mean, the, the, whole, the whole purpose of it is to have one-on-one -on -one or a more intimate 
discussion with the child and the parent. So the first we heard was from kindergarten to third grade, I think it is. They can have anywhere between 75 minutes and two hours per day. And then above third grade, anywhere from two hours to four hours per day. And that it's supposed to be decided in synchrony <laughs> with the parents. What is, you know, uh, what is a good way to approach your son or your daughter? What do you notice? How do you see it? All of the things we talk about in our own lives when we work with our kids. You know, I'm in some ways, I'm upset that you're having, not having this conversation. In other ways, as much as I hate to say it, I'm not surprised. I don't know how many people have said to me they haven't seen a teacher, their child hasn't seen a teacher. We've had calls where families tell us they get paper sent to them, you know, and lesson plans sent to them. I'll use a particular instance. This child is in the seventh grade age-wise, but he is in a alternate assessment program for about six weeks, eight weeks. The family got paperwork sent from the Department of Ed that was appropriate for a seventh grader who didn't have a disability and was definitely not appropriate for a child who's in alternative assessment. It took weeks for the system to respond. And you know, those are the, those are the things that are the most frustrating. Because the intent is there, but nobody thought it out. Nobody said, this is a particular child with a particular need. What happened was, oh, seventh grade, there you go, boom. Mrs. Smith, Mr. Smith, here's your work for your son, your daughter. And when Mr. or Mrs. Smith said, but that's not his age-appropriate work, it was, oh. Yeah. Oh. You know, and, that, and that's hard. This one parent who talked about it said the first time it was, a, oh, well, okay. The second time she was a little ticked off. The third time it happened, she broke down because all it reminded her of was what her son couldn't do. It was a week before she could even get herself together to, to put her child onto any kind of synchronous learning. It goes back to what we talked about last week. Systems function as systems. They don't necessarily function in a human level. No. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they certainly do not. It's hard. There's just so many. This this whole thing is just one big debacle cluster of nonsense at this point. Like, how do you, how do you, I don't even know, how do you make sense of all of this? This just doesn't make sense. And I, I hate it that, you know, our kids are last thought in this whole thing. Like in every discussion, our kids not are like not at the forefront. Like they need much more thought and care than they're being given. I I think you're being generous because sometimes they're not even a thought. <laughs> I am being generous, okay? I'm I am processing. I don't I don't I don't agree with either one of you. I don't think they're forgotten. I think that people say, Oh my God, what am I gonna do? Or they say, Oh my God, don't say anything because we'll we'll um, put our foots in our mouths, which <laughs> you know, happens more often than not. Don't say anything because we have to discuss it further. Don't say anything because the law says. Don't say anything because there'll be legal action. Don't, there's a lot of don'ts. And unfortunately for our kids, what we need is somebody who's going to do, not don't. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying that they're forgotten. I just think that they're not thinking, really thinking how the, of the impact. You know, like they're not thinking what it all entails. I think they're thinking like, okay, we, we can 
do it, but they're not thinking how it'll get done on, on the other end of it. Because you have to think in school, there's, you know, one, two, three, four, five different people accomplishing five different tasks. After one person doing all these five tasks. And I don't think in they, a way it might be to see the pressure of it on, on a parent, you know, or a guardian or a, a aide. The pressure of it, um and and the capability of said person to accomplish that task, I don't I think that's where it's lost on. I think in some ways, having this uh, seismic shift, I don't care what you call it, um, you know, but seismic shift seems to be the, the phrase right now, maybe the best thing that ever happened because we, can, we, as experienced people sitting in our rooms with our kids, can give intimate and exact opinions of what does and doesn't work. We're doing it in many ways with the aid and support of staff. Without the staff, we wouldn't know which way to go, but we're still doing it for the most part. So in that sense, for those of us who are crazy enough to think that we can't do it, we might have a truck to drive through the hole that was created by this mess. You know, we're, we're here, we're, we're the parents. We see what, whether it's learning final S's or medial K's or how to um, do hand over hand or how to button or dress or how to look at a, you know, for, for other kids, how to look at a math problem and break it down. It's us. We're doing yep. a lot of this work. So we now have a much more intimate knowledge and respect for what the staff is doing, but can certainly participate in a much more meaningful way now than we ever did before, as lousy as it sounds. Absolutely. I I feel like um because again I was I was a parent that showed up to parent teacher conference and when they explained, you know, show me Matt's packet and this is what Matt's accomplished so far. I asked right, the question, right. you know, what what can I do at home? And now looking back, I don't feel like I got all the, the information I needed to get when I asked that question. No, none of us did. Like, what can I do? Nobody thought, we'd be, nobody thought we'd be that intimately involved. You know, you were there to support the school, which we tried. You were there to support the child, which we did. They were clean and ready to go to school. They got their homework done. They, you know, went to bed at night. They weren't running the streets. All that stuff was flat out right there, but we weren't as intimately involved as we are now, yeah. unless we were helicopter parents. Yep, I feel like my simple true. question as asking what can I do at home, the answer I got was clearly not um, <laughs> not sufficient enough to accomplish what I'm accomplishing now. I feel like if a parent was to ask that question, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. It should it should be somewhat more engaging other than, you know, continue to scribble with him. The, 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 scribbling, okay, he does that on a regular basis. You should see my walls. I feel like <laughs> it should be more than that, you know? It should be oh, more. You didn't buy that paint that washes off? What's the matter with you, Ma? I do, but now it's yeah, just... What were you thinking? Like, why am I not? Why am I wiping what he's gonna repaint over? At least if it stays. <laughs> so like, funny. I don't know. I feel like I I needed more out of 
my question than I was receiving because I, I don't know. I feel like we might be in a different in a different ball game right now. I, I wouldn't feel as defeated as I feel because, you know, every time I come to school for parent teacher, they're like, well, listen, Miss Bermudez, you know, this is what we're doing. And let's kind of recreate or reimagine this at home because they know, I mean, listen, it's not like I'm a person that <laughs> hides or, or doesn't share. Like my house, I live in a condo. I don't have stairs. If you're working at on stairs in school, let's come and think of ways that he can work on stairs at home. If you don't have stairs, personally, what we've been recreating is two step stools together where he walks up and down the step stool so he can learn to alternate his steps up and down. I feel like that mm. you know, part of that is what I mean, we've been successful with PT and we're doing super, you know, amazing work. And even the physical therapist was like, well, damn, he's beat where he was when he was at school. That's with, great. With physical therapy and, and increasing his weight and and all the other things that he needs to, you know, and his momentum and his stamina in that perspective um, to the point we're now taking it outside our activities to kind of re to create a more, I guess, rigorous routine because he's doing so well inside with the stuff that we have. OT, not so much. Mm. You're a better woman than I am because when they told me I had to teach Rook how to tie his shoelaces, I said, what for? He wears slip-ons. Right. He <laughs> wears slip-ons for, for whatever. I mean, I, I was not, I don't know, I was less eager to use my time and some talents to do that because it was frustrating for both of us. So we just, he wore slip-ons until somewhere along the line he learned that he, he wanted to play baseball. He had to learn how to tie his shoes so he could play baseball. It was the best thing that ever happened because then he wanted to do it. But it, before that, it was like, yeah, 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 you know. I don't, I, I don't know. I've never seen anybody. Well, I shouldn't say I've never, but I have not seen anybody go to work and and have to work. People say to him, "Well, do you know how to tie your shoelaces?" <laughs> uh, I'm serious. I, I, you know, yeah, that's true. Sometimes. Sometimes I think we focus on things at home that we don't need to focus on. I think what we need to focus on at home is good habits, getting, and I'm not talking about eating your fruit or your broccoli, I'm just good habits. Having, being somewhat organized. Cause, you know, they're kids, they're, they're not adults. Even adults aren't that well organized. But having said all that, at this point in time, I think we have a tremendous opportunity to change the way people approach our kids or even the way we approach our kids. You know, the hope and fears of all the years. <laughs> I, you know, instead of going to bed at night crying, going to bed at night thinking, this is this is what he's learned and this or she has learned and this was a good day because we were involved I like that I like it if, uh, I, if and, I could process it that way yeah but it takes a long time to process it you're in how old is he 10 9 7 7 7 Seven. No, he's a baby. And, yeah. And yet yeah. We go to we go to we go to see their plans, and it'll say something like, uh, "Mary will be able to construct the sentence using verb, noun, and adverb, and she'll do it appropriately seven out of eight times." It's just like what? 
a real like conversation. Well, the normal conversation. Yeah. How, how many times do we use a shorthand? You know, how many times do we use slang? All the time. All the time. Yeah. It's not. It's not right to say where you at, but we all say where you at. You know. Exactly. Or what? Or what's up? Or you know. And, and, uh, and try phrases in in Creole, which is not not Haitian Creole, but Belize Creole. So it's like broken English. So I taught him a phrase, mm -hmm. and my mom gets a kick out of it. But then in my head, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> This is not the first time. <laughs> Why did I teach you that? Yeah, because I'm like, oh no. No, I think they're going to be upset at school. <laughs> you think? I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's just like, of all the things for him to actually pick up, <laughs> I'm like, man, you know? Yeah. That may have may, right. may not have been the best choice, and, right? And not for no. nothing. Not for nothing if he uses it within the context and says it appropriately to somebody because they upset him or they slapped him or they played a trick on him, then he's internalized language and his use of that language is more uh, sophisticated than just the fact that he called somebody a something something or used a phrase. He yeah. used it appropriately at a time when he was supposed to do it. I'd stand up and cheer. I know. That's right. Ellen, 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 Ellen always tells that story about Roar. When he cursed in school and and she was like she was like we use it in he used it in context and the principal was like really well you know she said, goes yeah he he said the big one, the mother of all curses. And and I looked at the principal and said, well, he'll never be able to tell me that he can't pronounce the word truck again. I want that <laughs> final K. And I want there that go, right? S, And I want that yep. final T. I want all that stuff because if you do it once, you can do it again. And there you go. And went home happier than a pig in slop. Yeah. They told me not to come back, though. <laughs> it was that kind was of like don't come. Well, they that said something like them. No, and they were like, well, you know, Mrs. McHugh, maybe we ought to rethink this. Why don't you come back at another time? <laughs> She's still waiting for the invite back. Right, 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 right. <laughs> oh man. Too funny. Oh gosh. What else has happened um this week? Graduation. Did you see the executive? Oh, the executive order from the governor about in person special education services. Do you know? No uh -oh. one called me for in person anything and told me about in person diddly. So yeah, nobody said boo cat nothing. What, what I did get was the survey they put out from the DOE and the survey in the email, it states, <laughs> uh, would you send something along the lines, not you know verbatim quoting, but along the lines of, would you send your child to school um, or do would you need to send your child to school for services how many days a week is is one of the questions i've heard um or what what does that look like so that's part of the survey so if anybody hasn't filled out the survey yet they should you know jump on it um and a letter or guidance came from state education too about extending the opportunity for young men and women who might have been forced out because of age for another year. They're encouraging, they can't mandate, but they are encouraging districts to look at keeping kids who turn 21 this year for another year. And, and I mean, these are, these are kids who are 
they're not kids, they're young adults. But yeah. these are probably the young adults who have regressed the most. They could benefit from another year if absolutely if the things get set up, if things are possibly in person at time or or what do they call it? A hybrid? No, not a uh, a hybrid. I think they use the word Gloria. I think it is. A I don't hybrid. know. You know, you go to school one day and you're off. You go to school another day in the morning. Gloria had a suggestion to people that they do like they used to do with kindergarten. You have morning sessions and afternoon sessions. Actually, with know. EI, they do either the morning because it was three hours for center base. Yeah, right. they do either from eight thirty to eleven thirty, and then the other second shift when it like went in like it from twelve thirty to two thirty, yeah. or to three, you know, and that made it easier because they were able to get the children into learn engagement, and at the same time they were also able to push in the related services. So if the kid got a uh, speech twice a week, it would be to be done. Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then if you got OT, it was Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you know, and that way it wasn't overwhelming. It allowed the child to engage to the maximum that they could, because let's be realistic of, of a child with a disability may not be able to maintain an engagement for a long, long time, you know. Yeah. Um, so that actually allows them to get the engagement, the repetitiveness, and at the same time still, you know, be able to do, you know, build the uh, consistency. Well, I mean, they've been out of school so long at this point, it'll be a new, uh, <clears throat> a new thing for them. Doing it in, in baby steps would probably be most efficient for them there's talk about the, there's talk about you know using the uh, rec centers or using uh, other Gloria had a suggestion that they look at what was it Gloria uh, the college campuses yes who, which are at the moment not being used because all college students are, are doing online learning. So maybe the thought is that maybe we can use those campuses in the interim to teach children social distancing in a space that's appropriate to teach it because there's enough space in lecture halls, you know? And maybe these kids can learn, you know, with visual versus virtual, you know, in that setting, you know, and like I said, create songs like I like I did the other day with the, you know, we all wear a mask. This is the way to come to school, come to school, come to school. This is the way to come to school. We all wear a mask, you know. Really? That's a need, good one. Did, did you like it? You no, know? I like it. <laughs> yeah, because I thought of like those nurse, those those, those nursery rhymes or, or songs that they used to use in order to have a child retain, you know. Um, this information because it was vis it was musical, and at least they retained it. If they tried to imitate, it, they could hear it and hear it and hear it, and then they were singing it themselves. Like um, we did when we did potty training, we had, we had to create a song for Stephen. So we used to go, Stephen is a big boy. He does pee in the potty, cocky in the potty, and he was like, oh, he thought it was like a reggae song, but you know he <laughs> learned how to. <laughs> But it was the way my kids learned, and to this day, music is the way to do it. And you, and it, and they'll do it. You know. So for our children who are nonverbal, um, who are minimally verbal, but have receptive understanding, let's teach them where they're at. Let's use something that's captivating, that's engaging, and that is, it's excellent for teaching. I could never spell the word encyclopedia until a teacher. Come in. And I still can, I still do it, and I have a terrible voice, but I'm going to do it. If somebody says to me, spell encyclopedia, I have to go E-N-C-Y-O-C-E-P-E-D-I-A. <laughs> there you go. Yes. I can't even write it out. <laughs> but, you know, isn't it funny that that you're, it's the way you know how to do it? Huh? <laughs> You know, so well, 
you could always say that was part of my learning process. Thank God, because if I had if I hadn't learned how to spell it, I wouldn't have passed one of the spelling tests. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? A hundred years later, I'm still remembering that I had a pass spelling test. What did you get in the Maybe. other uh, in the answers to the survey you put out, Trish? Uh, that uh, oh, what you call it? The teacher survey, of course. There's no <laughs> momentum, and I feel strongly upon the survey. For the teachers, is is that uh, there might be some apprehension towards it? Uh, yeah. Um, because there's there's been zero, not a zip zilch, nothing. No teacher, no teacher responded. That's unusual. None. Not a one. Not Maybe. a one. And, Maybe you're right. And or, or or the survey might be on a list of surveys that you don't answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might find out who you are. Oh surveys like don't answer this one for your life or else your job is on the line. Oh, well, I don't know. Teachers are fairly outspoken. Teachers aren't afraid to speak up, says me. There's a whole uh, section. Um, what is it called? More? Capital M, capital O, capital R, capital E. I don't know what it means. I've forgotten what the, it stands for, but it's a group of teachers who are very outspoken about everything. I mean, so, I, I, do, I do look at the comments in the groups that I'm in. Um, Kind of just feeling out what what's the the general consensus for things going on and feeling out because I I mean at the end of the day I want to make sure that a when we're doing our podcast that we're doing uh, or discussing on par with with the population that we're or the pe the the people that we're trying to reach out to which is parents and trying to understand outside of us what what the the temperature is and then also to try to I guess more clarity for myself and maybe not making myself feel like okay maybe I'm I'm off the deep end with my thoughts <laughs> aka getting validation from other parents that yes we're all mad about the same thing um and I do see a few teachers comment and I think was it during this week or maybe, yeah, I think with during this week, I don't know. I can't remember what the topic was or what the discussion was. But there was a group that I was reading the comments on, and the teachers were pissed. Oh, forgive me. Um, Zuse. They were pissed at the UFT. Ooh. And yeah. why was that? I was like, you know, like I, don't know. I was reading and I was like, where is the tea? Because this is juicy. I was like, for the first time during the whole, the whole thing, the teachers are revolting against the, the system. Because they were saying like the UFT is not looking out for them. Um, the UFT is making all these, these decisions and not including them. And why are they paying the union when, when they're not listening to them? I, I was just here for all the tea. Like, oh, wow. You guys are mad mad. You were there for the entertainment, huh? I was. You know, I had to sit back a little bit because I was just in shock that they even were commenting on such, um, in such a manner. I was like, oh, I thought you guys all stuck together. But they were, they were a little... Well, we all, well, we all stick together, but, you know, the even even the parents, like the DOE did a survey on uh, whether or not folks would take their kids to school. 60% of the families that they got responses from, they got 2,900 responses. 60% said that they wouldn't send their kids to school 
forty percent said they would. That's a big. I mean, forty percent is a lot of people. If you figure, uh, so all of the kids in District Seventy Five are going to be offered summer school in some form or another. Forty percent of the people to say, "I want my child to go to school, to be in a school, to get back to routine, to get services, even if it's only for a half a day." That's a lot of people saying yes. Yeah. So even in our community, there's a split. Yeah, I mean, not that it. <laughs> but here's the catch. So there's something I I was reading today. Oh my goodness. And of course it was a, another group. <laughs> you know, I like to get the pulse of the people. And um in Which is important. The, in the group, um, a lot of people were saying, uh <clears throat> kind of like don't hold your breath for going back to school in September if uh, we're not a part of the Heroes Act if they don't do the hero or if they don't do the Heroes Act, which all oh, the funding, the fund, the schools, yeah. yeah. And people are like, don't hold your breath if they don't pass that because then we have no money and we can't go back to school. What the, what does that? Well, mean? I've I've heard my I've heard through the rumor mill that they're that. People are saying schools won't open until January anyway. That it's all going to be um, sort of a by guess and by God no. mix. Yeah. Let me tell you. What? Let me tell you guys. Yeah, going in shifts. Shifts my my left toe. Okay. Because mm. somebody's got to come here and take this child. <laughs> I'm done. How you going? I've tapped out. I'm retiring early from this remote learning program because I can't. I I can't. And I tried. You know, I put in a good effort, but till January, I see it not. I see it not. I know it's it's scary. Yeah. It's very scary. How how would you, uh, <laughs> you know, of course, part of it is whether or not the city opens up. Tomorrow we go, but some people go back to work. You can actually have a dinner out, I think. You can go into some retail stores starting tomorrow. Uh -huh. so, is IKEA open? <laughs> you know what? I actually heard IKEA is open in Pennsylvania. So if you want to take a drive, well, that doesn't help me. We we are riding shotgun. Come on, let's go. There you go. Don't tempt me, girl. It's for IKEA to be open. And exactly, what that's what we need. Listen, we have ideas for home decor. Okay, and they're on a budget, Ellen. They're great. Okay, go for it, girl. Take that trip. <laughs> Find that store. There you go. You think not, girl? We out. <laughs> small, small things in life, I tell you. Because right now, I I need to find. I I need to find the. Diff I guess different at this point. Like, I don't know. Because, of course, this week was a horrible one. <clears throat> I had a what whole happened? Break I had a whole breakdown, Ellen. Like, bad. Like, really bad. Um, <clears throat> I got up one day this week in, like, a super good mood. I mean, Matt generally wakes up at, like, the crack of dawn. And these days, I'm not the crack of dawn person, so I'll just let him kind of have the, the run of the establishment, not like it's a mansion, so he could but go so far. And we're locked down like Fort Knox, so he can't really escape anywhere. But it just so happens that I actually woke up early this one day, but I was just laying down for a little bit because 
<laughs> once I'm up, that's it. And I decide at like 8.30, I'm gonna get out the bed and like kind of get it together, awesome mood. And when I get out the bed to go to my living room, I notice that the toilet paper is oh. everywhere. So this is not the first time. You had time. a toilet paper into the Oh, it, it, it gets better. Yeah, it, de it definitely gets better. Because this toilet paper thing has been ongoing for the past maybe a month. But now it's escalated to the point where he took the toilet paper and put it in the fish tank. <laughs> and not only was it in exactly. the Exactly. The fish was then out the fish tank and on my chair. And on top of the, the fish being out the fish tank, there was water all over the floor, the chairs, and the, the ottoman. So it's like, um, and then I have like a little portable fireplace. So the water was all over the top of that and inside it. And then water was all over the TV. Oh. But, but I didn't yes. see all of that because I only noticed when he came over to me squishing the toilet paper that he had made into a paste. Oh. So <laughs> it gets better. I, I was trying, I started to talk to him and trying to explain all the ways he had me messed up <clears throat> insert the other colorful language and before i could even try to explain to him i just broke down like all out bawling because i i i in that moment i realized nothing i could say or would want to say would make sense to him in that moment and realizing that um, I had a child with a disability that um, I could not um, explain to him what he had done wrong for it to make sense to him. Uh, fish is dead. I tried to bring it back to life. And then, what you do? Give it artificial resuscitation. Well, no, because as I'm like now, because then at this point I was so mad and just just out of it. I I told him go to his room and don't touch anything, and I'm cleaning up the living room, and I realized when I go to scoop up the fish, it started fluttering, and so I hurried and put it in a cup and filled the cup with water, <laughs> which. <laughs> that did not go the so suffering. well after about a, a couple of hours. Um the TV He was floating. Yeah. Well no, he was he was good, but he was like sideways for a little bit and then he just all out, you know, kicked the bucket. Rolled over. Yeah. He uh, kicked the ball. He kicked the ball. He kicked the ball. And the TV worked the day of the incident, but by the next day, I was looking at a black screen. Oh. So the TV. Yeah. Was and it's, it wasn't about, because literally, as I found out the TV was broken, I bought a new one. So it was really not about the material thing. It was just about the moment of not realizing that I could not explain to him what he had done wrong and him understanding that. If that makes sense. And it, I just, I, up until now, I still feel like I'm here laughing or whatever because I'm with you ladies and, you know, you, you guys always uplift my spirit. But I just still feel like numb to the whole thing and, and numb to the experience of, like, knowing that I could not or can't, at, in this moment, I cannot explain to him... In, in a way of understanding. 
Well, maybe look at it this way. He'll never have the guilt that we've imposed on some of the kids that are typical. That too. Is he maybe new you know? TV, mommy? New TV? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> new TV. <laughs> new TV. Oh. And then like he get he he's sort of gets it because like okay, of course I, I ordered the new TV, picked it up on Friday, and I'm putting the TV. <laughs> Taking the old TV off the wall and putting the new TV up. So he get he got the part of the TV was broken because he's like the TV's broken, and then putting the new one up, he said new TV. So he gets the concept of broken TV, new TV. But what caused it to be broken for us to now get a new TV? I think that's lost upon him. So now I've locked the bathroom. The, the fish is dead, so now we don't have no longer have a tank near the TV. Um, and you know, if I have to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, I might just pee on myself. So I've, I've come to practice. I want you to. <laughs> I want you to come. I want you to come to my place just once. People still remark on it. <laughs> when the kids were little, we bought those uh, big hasp and hook locks it looks like you're locking down the castle and they're still on the doors <laughs> i was like i'm not taking those down i need to remember i need to remember <laughs> what it was like to have three little kids running around the house being in the apartment and and remembering that you know they can't go out the window they don't belong in the bathroom you got to keep them out of the kitchen and i i just gave it up and put big I'm telling you, they look like something out of a, a castle. They and they're way up high. And as I get older, I'm getting smaller. So now I have to really reach to open them up. And I swear under my breath all the time. And for those of you who don't know, I have a grandchild, and I think he's learned how to use his final K and medial S <laughs> from his grandma. <laughs> There you go. I, I love the line that Ellen's in your little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you little so and so. You know. He's probably not going to respond to his name, and he's probably going to yeah, respond right. to little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But at the end of the day, you know, you do what you got to do. There you go. Yeah. This is where the TV is higher now. Yep. I managed to mount it a, a slightly higher. I don't know how high I can put it, but I might have to, to shift it and put it higher because I'm like, who wants to drop money on a TV? Because they're like, I mean. So listen, this is. Oh, so you know how they have Dr. Spock? You know how they have Dr. Spock for the typical kid or T. Mm -hmm. Barry Brazelton? We should write the book for the atypical kid. There you go. You're absolutely right. What to expect when you when when you're when you're raising a child with a, a disability with a yeah. developmental delay? Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, you have it'll either be the biggest book in the United States, or it'll be full of blank pages that says "Enter note here." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Write your own damn book. <laughs> We're thinking it. We could. Yes. I, I like it. Enter note here. <laughs> I right. Like that. I like that. You know the pages at the back of like your calendar and it says notes? Like yes. every yeah. notes. <laughs> no. So you know, Tisha, I just I was thinking of maybe um you, you know how they have the um you know the the the, the gate set that you create like a like a playpen surrounding? Um, like when you when you want to cordon the kid off when they're younger. Oh, you said a prison, a prison cell. You said. No, no, no. I'm just thinking of creating like a, like maybe. I a agree garden. with you. For, I, for, I know exactly where you're going. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I figure if you put anything in front of it that he can't get near the TV, and make it look make it look decorative. 
a prison cell? Like with fake plants? No, <laughs> not a prison cell. We'll talk offline about that. We'll talk <laughs> offline. <laughs> I no, have suggestions that, that are not legal, but <laughs> but they'll work for your household. Hey, Trisha, have we, any have we gotten any comments from Facebook? Are they looking to tell, call the police on us? No, no. Exactly. <laughs> My local precinct has enough on their heads. I think they won't be bothered by us tonight. <laughs> There you go. They'll be like, oh, these three, three, these women are just talking online and they were drinking. Right. <laughs> they're, they're kind of, they're kind of busy and wrapped up with their own situation. I think they're like, there you go. These old biddies. <laughs> there you go, right? To Get it together, girls. Don't make us go out there. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, we got, we got oh, no comments mm -mm. tonight. It's, you know, it's Father's Day, so I figured maybe it'll be a little slowish of a night, but that's fine because we, we can hackle all we want tonight. There you go, yeah. right? <laughs> all right, it's 9.30. Yes, it's it is 9.30. 9.30. So <laughs> there you go. Because there are no comments, no concerns, no uh, questions. We can wrap this up. Ladies, I very much so appreciate you for coming on every Sunday night at 8.30. We are on for an... We, now we've been on for an hour. Um, thank you for always having open discussion, um, being very honest and frank in your thoughts. And until... Frank sometimes. <laughs> it is what it is. But until next week... Uh, I appreciate you, ladies. Say good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Good night. Good night.